Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler of the Louisville Real Estate Show with you. And it's uh, another one of our shows that is coming to you from our each of our homes, or in Randy Rocky's case, it's coming to us from his car. He's uh, en route. So he's a man on the move, as he likes to say. And he does a, he's always on the move. So let me do this and uh, let me introduce the folks who are joining us tonight. Uh, Let's let's start with my son Greg. I usually end with Greg, yeah. but I felt you know what? Let's let's do the reverse. Change it Greg up a little bit. Appreciate is, it. Uh, in charge of our marketing, photography, three D, the whole gamut, and he does a great job. And we, uh, I'm proud of him. And thank you for being with us. Thanks, also man. here, as I mentioned, uh, in his car, uh, mobile at the moment, and the picture looks good, by the way. Randy Rocky, he owns uh, co-owns Swan Financial. His direct number is 645-0736. They are getting the job done, even despite COVID-19 and everything that goes, goes along with it. We'll review that. Also here, Lee Harris, legal, you, counsel, you, that legal counsel, limestone title at uh, 649-7964. And may I just say, Lee, your, um, your lighting is fabulous tonight. Thank you. Yeah. We're recording this a couple of nights early to make sure everything works because gosh forbid that we do the show live and something happens so we don't want to do that also here uh, my buddy and we missed you last week chuck crosby the crosby law offices at 499-6360 uh and chuck does a great job and uh, is also a good guy as all of our team members are uh and he's also very entertaining at closings and then uh, also in for uh kevin disler kelly human who is a, a, a welcome a welcome relief to seeing Kevin's face on uh, the camera. So thank you for being here. Uh, and you can reach Pitt and Frank attorneys, eight, nine, five, nine, nine, zero, zero from our home team inspection service. The guy who is the owner and a real stand-up guy. So is his team, Brad Lawler. And you can reach Brad day or night and his team at three, five, seven, zero, eight, one, three. Okay. We've done the introductions. So folks, uh, this week we've seen some changes, shifts because of COVID-19. I'll give you a quickie example and then everybody jump in wherever you want. Uh, we got a call, even with a COVID-19 disclosure addendum, uh, there was a delay in the closing. The, the buyer's agent, we represented the seller, the buyer's agent did not notify us that there had been a hold. Her uh, client had been laid off for three weeks. So the appraisal was put on hold, uh, the closing was put on hold, but the buyer uh, and attorneys, please jump in here. The, the buyer's agent should have notified us. Uh, our seller asked what's going on. And when we checked, we had a report. We were just told it was on hold and seller, understandably, livid because of this. Am I right in saying that the, the buyer's agent should have reached out to us? Sure. Yeah. Communication is always key keeping everybody on the same page, you know, as things are progressing. I think everybody appreciates that. Yeah, and I, you know, I'd say I have a feeling that with this agent on the other side, um, chances are even not COVID-19, COVID um, they probably wouldn't have communicated had there been a snag somewhere along the line in underwriting, whether it was COVID-19 or not. Obviously, she was hoping that maybe that was an excuse, but there's no, there's no excuse for non-communication, right? But as soon as there's a hold or a delay, the agent should have notified the other side the buyer side notifies the seller side 
that there's a delay than the COVID-19. And Lee, you're probably aware of this, and Chuck, I'm sure you are as well, that there's a clause in that COVID, uh, that disclosure that's now being added or the verbiage to the contract that says if for some reason there are any delays because of COVID-19, buyer or seller have the right to cancel the contract. So, yeah, right. um, yes. the, the idea that I'm running into is that uh, it's something I've said for years, uh, loan officers and realtors are the most optimistic people on the planet. Um, so in fact, I have a hard time believing that somebody's trying to hide something like that. I think it's more, it falls more into the category of, uh, oh, they'll work it out. They'll work it out. They always work it out. Yeah. Uh, and so they're just looking forward. But you're right with communication. You, you got to let everybody know, especially now uh, yeah. when you're dealing on phone and email solely as we are now, uh, you know, how you write something. Uh, we interpret the tone by what we project onto you. It just it can get into a real mess when you can't have face to face contact like this. So, mm -hmm. you know, even if you expect that it's going to get resolved, you still ought to bring it up. Lee, any thoughts on that? I think Chuck's right on, but go ahead. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it has to do with the contract also. If they're using the, you know, Greater Louisville contract, it states that, you know, any changes in the financing can't affect the seller, you know, the seller's bottom line. So the seller should know if there's going to be some kind of hold because, of course, that could cost them money, that could cost them time, that could cost them another contract mm -hmm. that they want to enter into or they're closing. So, right. yes, uh, it, it, it's kind of a fiduciary duty at that point. So the takeaway for everybody who's listening is if you are going to sell or buy, know that the dates are going to be, have to be flexible. Well, and my question is yeah. with withholding that information, if there's proof in the pudding that there was three weeks of unemployment um, and we're just now saying it so that we know three weeks ago, right. somebody knew they were unemployed. No, and that's so, the point. Well, no, but here's yeah. my point. If you're yeah. withholding that information, there should be something maybe in this addendum that says, if you lose your job while this contract is, is, is if there gone, is. In you this, must notify. Yeah. So, if you don't, there's damages yeah. because the seller so, should have the option once you lose your job to yeah. not wait three weeks. So and, this is where it gets crazy. So my attorney's on board here. Listen to this carefully because the – COVID addendum that was written by one of your fellow compadres. What in about the, fellow compadres? Yeah, fellow compadres. Uh, states, states and refers to if the buyer loses their job. But the loan officer specifically says the appraisal and the closing is on hold, not terminated, not ended. It's just on hold. Now, understand... I think the wording needs to be adjusted in the uh, this addendum that's being used across our Louisville and maybe Southern Indiana as well. The good news, let me just, and we'll move on because I don't want to belabor this. The good news is that the appraisal was ordered uh, on uh, Wednesday of this past week and we're moving forward to closing. So, Great. bam. But yes. my question is, will they still get clear to close uh, yeah. well, with the unemployment history? The loan officer would not have, so the guy starts back to work in a week. They don't need proof of uh, pay stubs. So the, the good news is that it's moving forward. So remember, folks, one of the cool things about what we're watching, because we do so many deals, the group that's on this radio show, is we're seeing things move at a much faster pace than an agent who does one or two deals a month. We're, we're doing a lot of deals, and you're dealing, talking to a lot of the people here who are seeing this movement. Brad Lawler over at Home Team Inspection, I know – that there was a slowdown uh, maybe two weeks ago. 
what's the report now from your end? Have you, are you still seeing a slowdown or are you starting to see things pick back up again? We are seeing things continue to pick up. Um, our bottom uh, was about three weeks ago now, and we have been, we've seen a steady climb up uh, from there. So yeah, it's the interesting thing is we're also starting to get a number of uh, investors on commercial properties uh, that are ordering inspections. A few more of those have uh, popped up than we've seen for about a month and a half. And that's great because Greg, rightly so, last week pointed out that uh, there was a real problem with commercial properties and lending on commercial properties. So that's a good sign. That's Absolutely. A, yeah, that's a great sign. And well, Randy, it's a sign of, of the people getting people getting getting liquid and seeing where mm-hmm. they can invest and, and come up like any time. This is all positive, folks. As we're yeah. moving forward. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Of course, we keep hearing, okay, it could re, re happen again in the fall. But, okay, let's just say positive and say we're going to see a window of opportunity for buying. There's, that, there's that optimistic real estate agent there. That's me. Okay. <laughs> Randy it Rocky. Happens. So the rates dropped at the beginning of March. Um, then... Uh, so many people jumped on the bandwagon to refi uh, lenders or investors raise the rates. And so when do we predict that we're going to see rates come back down to three below three, three and a half percent. Uh, we're there now. And uh, we're there with a couple of uh, investors again, you know, as I talked last week, Chase bank was, uh, you know, 20% down. Uh, 700 credit score, so you have all kinds of people all over the all over the map. But right now, I I can get those rates. I have uh, I have uh, underwriters that will take uh, that are taking and accepting all types of rates right now. It's, it's wonderful. It's, so just yeah, so, let me just jump in very so so this is also good news, folks, because we mentioned last week that um, J.P. Morgan Chase had raised their requirements that you had to have. 20% down, and you had to have a 700-plus credit score. And that was done, I believe, and tell me, folks, if you think I'm wrong, that was done intentionally by Chase to limit their exposure for funding loans that could fall apart. And if it did fall apart, they had equity from the buyers. Everybody agrees on that? Yeah? Everybody's shaking their head. Sure, uh, this, yeah. is, this, for the most part, is radio, folks. So, yes, would be good. Yes. So, we, we were talking earlier throughout the week about when is the time to put your home on the market and when to start looking to buy. That's key. And here's the answer in a nutshell for you. You, If you're thinking that you want to buy, we're going to have a window. We don't know if that window is going to extend into the winter or if it's going to be a short amount of time over the summertime. Um, The window is going to happen and open. You need to be, as a buyer, having connected with an agent, one of our agents, could be all of our agents, could be any agent in the city or southern Indiana, and start looking at homes as they come on the market. For sellers, you need to reach out now to an agent that you know, maybe on the radio you're listening to right now, or any other great agent throughout uh, Louisville and Southern Indiana, and set up, and in our case, we're doing Zoom meetings where we can set up preliminary, discuss what the market is, what the latest should be done. We can walk through your home with you holding your phone so we can take a tour of what needs to be done. But the point is, get the get the deal going now start now so that you're not rushed because if you're going to sell and there are going to be some great deals out there when we start seeing the market open up again you're going to be too late it's going to be late to the to the to the uh, dance so all right I, we're going to take a break when we come, yeah go ahead yeah please I just wanted to say you know 
technology is so wonderful in so much of what you all do now as well. It doesn't require an in-person consultation for so many things. The digital views, the 360s, the video showings, you know, drones and all of these amazing technological advances that make what you all do very easy to do without actually meeting in person until we can do that again. Yeah. So there's really no reason to delay. When we come back, the impact of COVID-19 on closings, there has been somewhat of an impact. We'll talk about that uh, and more about what the future holds for the real estate and uh, in Louisville and Southern Indiana. Again, repeating in the studio, we've got Kelly Human from Pitt & Frank, uh, 895-9900. We've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. And Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone, 649-7964. Brad Lawler owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. And my son, Greg, uh, is here. And then Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Incidentally, everybody's coming from their homes. We're all cooperating and following COVID-19 requirements. If you want to see the video of the show that we're doing right now, we're recording it on Zoom for replay. You can go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. And you can watch what this looks like in real time. And we have a little extra bonuses at the front and at the end of the show that'll give you a chance to have a little more fun with us. We're going to take a break back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. News Radio 840 WHAS. Again, good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show. If you want to get in contact with me, because we desperately are looking for homes to sell. We keep selling them, which is a good thing. You can reach out to me anytime at 376-5483. And uh, it's day or night, even weekends, I answer my phone. And with us from their homes, I always say it from the studio, but really it's really from your homes for, for right now. We've got Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. Also, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone, 649-7964. And Kelly Human, who's in for Kevin Disler from Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. All right. So we're looking at problems. We are seeing closings taking more time. Let's start with that. Um, I know there were two closings this past week at Pitt and Frank, and they were at least one was at Pitt and Frank. It took at least an hour and a half, two hours to get the closing done. 
Yeah, we're seeing some delays on the very last final approval um, from our lenders. A lot of it, as we spoke about earlier, has been hinging on verification of employment. I think that we're seeing some last minute verifications um, that are required for, for loans that maybe would have been authorized without an additional update. Because I think our, our, our banks are, you know, understandably concerned about people's job security and their ability to make those payments. Chuck, um, the, well, uh, Randy, don't they just pretty much do that on every single file? Uh, they are doing that now, yes. They have closed. Yeah. That is correct. See, they can, it can be a little bit cumbersome without question. Yeah, it can. What, what I've done, at least uh, we, we had that same issue a uh, couple times last week. What I did was I got our borrower uh, to call uh, somebody at work to go run into the person who verifies this sort of thing's office and say, you sit right by that phone. Then we get in touch with the lender and say, call him now. Mm. Uh, and it, it worked out uh, a couple of times. So, uh, Typically, I'm only finding that uh, with the new scenario, uh, you know how I am, Bob. Uh, I have closings down to exactly 37 minutes. Uh, and I'm finding that we're going about 10, 15 minutes longer than that. Yeah. Lee, are you with, are you uh, with 37 everything else. Is Lee at 37 minutes? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe with the drive through because, you know, yeah. people don't want to stay in the drive through longer than 37 minutes. So, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, when you have a full table, uh, you can whip through one of those uh, puppies in a general role, make everybody feel at ease and, and whatnot. And I find that uh, 37 minutes is typical. Uh, but now, you know, it's still running short of an hour uh, in the general course of business. And, Lee, you're seeing the same thing from your location as well? Yes. Yes, the employment verification and the and the and the more time is is it's just par for the course right now. Yeah. So, Randy, yeah. all all investors, lenders requiring verification the day of or night before closing is that what we've we've come to? Yeah. That is correct. Yeah, uh, I think it's pretty much day of, uh, which is mm -hmm. another reason yeah. not to set a loan uh, before noon. Yeah, so uh, listen, folks, if you are thinking you're buying a house or selling a house and um, you you need to tell your especially if you're buying a house you need to tell whoever your employer is to be ready for a call from the, somebody at one of the mortgage companies that's going to call and ask to confirm that you are still employed and you haven't had a, re a reduction in your income is that right randy because you're checking for reduced income as well that is correct yeah okay all right so let's move it forward here the big concern is um keeping homes clean uh, I know, Brad, you adopted uh, early on some new guidelines for your inspectors. In fact, we put a video out or you were walking through a home. So, what, give us kind of a brief outline of what you're doing. Yeah, so briefly what we do is we are now doing gloved inspections. Our inspectors are wearing masks. We always wear shoe covers anyway. Uh, but now when we're going through the house, any surface that we touch, even with gloved hands, we are actually wiping down with a, a virus side. Uh, disinfectant uh, before we leave the house. So uh, we we know that uh, there are going to be situations where people haven't turned lights on, haven't opened doors. We just deal with that, uh, but we want to keep it clean so that when we leave it maybe it could potentially be cleaner than what it was when we arrived. So, uh, but let, yeah, good. I'm sorry. Now that's Got a value-added service. Well, yes, but it's important now, and which brings me to this topic. And all of you, feel free to jump in as I go through this. So things that not only Brad and home team, but 
all of us, both on the radio and those of you listening, need to consider whenever you venture out and return, and hopefully you're wearing a mask, gloves, and even booties if you can, but things that you may not think about. For example, do you clean your phone? Because if your hands or the gloves that you're wearing on your hand touch something and then you touch your phone, now the, if there's a virus there, it's on your phone. Am I correct, folks? Everybody's got yeah. it. Yeah. Your, but other it's items. like maple syrup. Could be like, yeah, it sticks. Wallets, yeah, wallets or purses if you've taken them out. Grocery bags. If you go shopping, you got, if you're touching the grocery bags, you don't know what's on them. Purchase products in those grocery bags. You have to think about wiping down your car where you sat on your steering wheel. I, I've come to, um, in my car, I have a, a, a container of those Clorox wipes that come out. Yeah, we do the same thing. Yeah. So yeah, when, I go, when I go in the store, yeah. I go, yeah. I hold my phone in my right hand and I don't touch anything. Everything in my left hand is what I grab out of the store and I have sanitizer in my pocket and I'll sanitize yeah. after I leave the store. Um, so anything that I touch that can cross contaminate, just one hand. And then when I get home, Casey takes everything out of the bag. She wipes it down. Obviously I'm wearing a mask, but, um, you know, yeah, we've, we're getting in. Yeah. yeah, we've taken to uh, our laundry room is right inside the door. Okay. Uh, the way we normally come in. So we just go in there, strip down and drop all the clothes in the laundry. Which is fine. If you don't have, yeah. if you don't have kids at home, that's fine. But well, <laughs> as, as I would point out, we yeah. don't. <laughs> no kidding. Which so, makes you wonder. Uh, you yeah. see the t-shirt, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, what's what you're wearing underneath there? <laughs> yeah, we're not going there. So uh, okay. Yeah, I keep but, a can of Lysol handy as well and just kind of do the cloud. Um, you know, to clean the air as I'm coming in that back door to do yeah. the wipe down as well. One thing that uh, it, it occurred to me, so I've started doing it. Um, when you uh, pick up uh, picture IDs in the closing or when the realtor leaves you keys, because, of course, now you're only bringing in one party at a time. Right. Uh, I always have them laid down on a uh, Lysol wipe. You wipe it off uh, the keys, all that kind of stuff, because you don't want to be passing stuff back and forth like that. Yeah, no, we I started, like that idea. Yeah. We've started asking our, our buyers and sellers, all of our signers, to take a photo of their ID while they're sitting at the table and email it so we don't, oh. nobody touches anything. That's so a great idea. Straight to the yeah. um, printer, you know, straight to the copier. So. Yeah, except if you read the fine print on some of the, uh, and it's not all, uh, yeah. but on some of the little affidavits that you're filling out saying, oh, I've personally seeing this whatever well, i've actually had table, some, yeah. you know so I, i'm looking at yeah. it but i'm not touching oh, you it see it but then she i got you i got you just, so i was gonna say i had some sovereign citizens come through at one point who were uh, sure. uh yeah i've got a picture of my id here wink wink nudge nudge sure yeah. no it's in person i can see them doing it and glass yeah. okay. on the conference room tables are nice to in the conference room so we can yeah. see what you know i can watch them do it which is nice they don't I have gotcha. to touch it they don't have to touch it yeah. So I know, Greg, when you go into a to shoot a listing, we're asking that the sellers leave three hours prior to you going. Um, we were doing three hours in the beginning. Uh, obviously, people have restrictions, but the main goal is to not have them in the same house as me at the same time because I'm running around doing staging things, doing different things. I may be touching and moving stuff, light switches, so that we ask that they're just not around so there's no chance of cross-contamination. I go in the mask. Um, I was wearing gloves, but then the whole cross-contamination thing. So now I just do a really good job washing my hands. I bring Lysol wipes yeah. in. I've got Lysol spray that I keep with me in my backpack. So I go in with a full kit, spray everything down before I leave, wipe everything down, wipe the key, the lock box, Great. roll it up. 
just you know jordan who does heads up our uh, matterport 3d tour and by the way you can see the tours a sample of them at louisville3d.com you like how i slipped that in louisville3d.com <laughs> um so i got him a respirator type you know the professional where you're with the the, the things on the sides so he's using that, and so that works. And I know, Brad, are you asking sellers to leave earlier, like a, an hour or two prior to going in for a, an inspection? Because we are masked when we go in. We are not requiring them to leave. Um, just We just want them out of the house, at, You know, even if it's 10 or 15 minutes before we get there. We've okay. also had a couple of instances because people are working from home where they cannot leave. So what we've done there is they have stayed in their offices and that's just an area that we exclude from the inspection. We just tell them you can't come out while we're in the house. Got so it. We, yeah. we've had to, you know, we're, we're working around life right now. So if, and right. if anybody, if anybody wants uh, to see this video that we are producing for uh, inspections, send me an email, Bob at we sell Louisville.com. And in the subject line, just say inspections and I'll send you a link to the video. Randy, let me backtrack for just a second with you. Are you seeing, because you're the first line, so when a buyer goes to make an application, the very first thing is your group of people at, at Swan or one of the lenders. Are you seeing any tightening or loosening of the restrictions as we get ready to say goodbye for this show? Anything that you're changing? Oh, yes. They're, they're, de they're definitely tightening up. Uh, some are and some aren't. And that's what's so great about being a broker. And uh, why, why, I why I really recommend people use a broker right now over a bank or a captive lender. Uh, and just, to, absolutely, it, yeah. just to, to make it clear, so as a broker, what Randy's able to do is shop a loan to a variety of different investors to get not only the best rates, but also the best deal for a potential buyer. I just want to make sure that everybody understands that's the difference between a bank and just one location. Yeah. All right. So that's yeah. good. But I would love to see things relax and, and restrictions um, relax a little bit, but maybe that's not time yet for, we still have a couple of more weeks, hopefully. And no one knows when we're, we're coming out of this, folks. Any other points that anybody wants to make as we wrap up on the show? We've got about a minute, minute and a half. I, I, I will. Yeah. Uh, I, I tell you, things are coming really coming back on the purchase market. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, very positive the last two weeks. Uh, you know, just like Brad, I, things are really moving forward on the purchase side for us. Good. I'm glad to hear. How about from yeah. home team? Anything? I'll come back to you guys on, on law in a second. Brad, anything coming from you? No, we're uh, we're excited about the future, and so much so that we've added another team member. So we're we're bullish on what's going to you know come. I'm thrilled yeah. about that. Good, Lee. On from legal. Uh, yeah, I would just say that um, the message I would send this week is uh, purchase orders are up, and people are still buying and selling. So don't feel like if you're out there, you can't buy and sell because you can. Chuck, and you yeah. could close. Yeah, got a bunch of uh, investors that uh, put uh, what's it, three, four houses on the market in the one fifty to two fifty range. Yeah, uh, within hours they have you know multiple offers and bidding wars. Yeah, and it's uh, there's people that are wanting to buy houses. You know, put them on you know, the market. They're they're buyers out there. It's the sellers that we keep looking well, for. And yeah. I have a feeling yeah. coming June one and getting into these later months, May one, or even, even May. May one. That's what I meant to say, actually, yeah. with all these other states lifting restrictions and us being in the position we've been to still have the market open. A lot yeah. more people are going to start testing the waters. I, for one, we're putting our home on the market May one because um, we believe 
that there is um, there's a flood that's going to come, and we want to capitalize on be there. this, and people are ready for it. Kelly, anything quickly from you on to wrapping up? Sure. At the end of the day, I think that we still have a shortage in inventory. So yeah, don't be afraid to get out there and and sell your house. And uh, you know, buyers, go ahead and make those offers. And you know, we're seeing multiple offers. We're seeing lots of movement on the properties that are listed. So sellers fill up the inventory, and buyers keep buying. Yep. So folks, you heard it here from the top people in the industry, locally and maybe nationally. If you want to reach out to me, because I'd love to help you, three seven six five four eight three. If you want a copy of this show, um, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com to see this on video. That'll take you to our YouTube channel. My thanks to Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, six four five zero seven three six. Thanks, buddy, as he's driving out to his other house. Also, Kelly Human, Pitt and Frank Attorneys, eight nine five nine nine zero zero. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection, three five seven zero eight one three. And Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Lee Harris, the Lightstone title at 649-7964. And my son, Greg, proud of you, buddy. Keep it going. All right? Proud of everybody. Folks, all right, thank you. Thank you all for being here. We will see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.